Welcome to Communicate Kindly, the podcast. I'm Mary Feldman. And I'm Karen McCormick. Let's have a conversation about our conversations. Hi, it's Mary here. Welcome back to Communicate Kindly, the podcast, the podcast that helps you to communicate kindly. If you're struggling with a difficult relationship or you could use some guidance on how to make a difficult conversation a little easier, I want to invite you to a free call with me to work through it. I am here to help. Just go to communicatekindly.com and you can schedule a 30-minute Zoom call and we can chat about ways to make those conversations a little less difficult. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to share it with a friend and invite them to take a listen. It's really the best way for us to reach more people with our message about communicating kindly. So Karen's been looking for a new car, and we took some time to discuss how the process is going as she makes the difficult decision between getting her dream car and the more practical car. Take a listen. Hi, Mayor. Hi, Car. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. How you doing? How was your week? How was your week? Oh, it was fabulous. Just working, working, working. How about you? Uh, Spent the whole week literally shopping for a car. Really (gasps) shopping. Mm -hmm. That's one of the most unfun things that we need to do yeah and um you know you 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 want to be practical then you want to have fun and then you go and it's the whole game of talking to the salesman they go into the little room with the finance guy they come out you test drive they roll their eyes they think you're nuts you know they're talking about you and then you get the numbers and then you go to the next place and you say, hey, can you beat my numbers? So what about you? When was the last time you bought a car? The last time I bought a car was not awfully long ago, two, a little over two years ago. And I do love your car. Well, thank you. Yeah. A little Mazda SUV. Is yeah. it a Mazda 5? It's a um, CX-5. Okay. Yeah, that I sounds nice. I think that's right. Yeah. That's that's what it is. And it's fine. Yeah. I mean, gets me where I need to go. That's all I really need. Is it your dream car? Well, no. I thought at this stage of my life, approaching the next decade, and the kids are grown and flown and out of the house, Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. was time for me to get either a Volkswagen Beetle or- Or a Mazda Miata. I was going for the two-seater fun, Mm. the fun granny look. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Okay. And it's funny because we were, we only had one car at the time. This is two, a little over two years ago. Okay. And practicality won because Todd wanted to make sure that we had a car. If this was going to be our only car, uh, he wanted a car that would carry his bike. 
because you know he's a big biker. So he wanted a car that would support his bike. And Mm -hmm. he, for us to be sharing a car, the two-seater fun granny car wasn't going to be working. No. So we ended up with the Mazda. And not long after that, he got his own SUV. I'm not that I'm complaining. It's I'm grateful mm. to have my car, but it's another silver car and it's not sporty really. And um, it's not my dream car. Okay. So, so uh, that's a good one, but you could probably trade it in. For your dream car. I probably could. I hadn't really thought about that. Because once you have it and you drive it off the lot, you kind of settle in. It's like I I wanted um I wanted a different color car when the kids were little and we got a van and I didn't want a silver car. And we ended yeah. up with a silver van. And I always wished that I had a car with a color to it. And now mm-hmm. I have another silver silver car. Totally understand that this is not a real problem to have. But no, we're not. This, this is not a problem. No, all, but, but it does speak to not you're... going for your what you really want and kind right. of, you know, kind of settling sometimes. Yeah. But um, so let's hear about your process with. Well, yes. So I am really having a hard time letting go of the Honda Pilot that I've had for 10 years. 10 years is a long time with a car. 10 years. And it served me well. And it's so beaten up. It has, you know, the miles are 144,000, which isn't that much for a Honda. However, it just, you know, has been there and back. And it still has 2020 on the front bumper from when the twins graduated and we went to some parade or something during COVID and they put the wrong marker on. So it's stuck and it says 2020 and it's even more sentimental to me that I have to get rid of it. Oh. I don't so, understand. What is the 2020 again? That's the year they graduated, 2020, and it was class oh, of 2020. Oh, my gosh. I'm thinking 2020 wasn't that long ago. That's Four what, years. That's what stopped me. I thought, well, they're graduating yeah. this year. 2020 was only two years ago. That's where my head wow. was. Wow. Yeah. <gasps> well, I could see that. Oh, my gosh. So it says, anyway, I'm looking at originally... I thought, okay, I'll just do another Honda, which I'm most likely going to do because I really do um, think Hondas are good. So I have a real good deal on the table for a Honda CRV. And I feel like it drives like a Cadillac in comparison to my 10 year old car. And I'm getting a wonderful price. It's white and it has black leather. Like this is all big stuff for me. And the price point is phenomenal. Everything's logically good. But my dream car (laughs) is the Sport Bronco Egg Blue. (laughs) And I priced that out and it's like not as practical and it's $100 more a month. Mm. So I think like we think we want these cars 
in reality, but maybe it really doesn't matter once we get moving and grooving. Like, you don't really think about your car that much. Like you said, as long as it gets you to where you need to go. Yeah, I, I, I think people are car people or are not car people. If you I, spend a week in the car dealers like I've done this week and part of last week, I'm starting to become a car person. I never was before. Well, now. then it might matter to you what you drive. Now, but it never did before. But, oh, those Honda, or not. <laughs> I was going to say Honda Bronco. <laughs> I'm getting so mixed up <laughs> with what the hell car I'm even looking at. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a Ford Bronco Sport. The baby Bronco. And it's a light blue with a, it's just so teeny bopper. It, no, it looks like something Barbie would drive. Well, I'm looking it up here and it's cool, Car. I love the color. No, but the color's that so cool. Robin's egg blue color is so cool. It does look like a little Barbie car. It, it's it blue, does. maybe more of a Ken car. But it does, it definitely looks, it looks like it's in a world of plastic, but I love it. Yes, it's like a bubble gum. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's like a bubble gum Barbie car and a teenager. It looks like a teenager, but the price point's higher than the Honda Civic or the Honda CRV. Because it's, you know, all the, all the fun stuff is in it. So the question becomes... Do you go for your dream car or <laughs> do you go dream. for the practicality? I'm leaning on practicality. I got my blue refrigerator last year for my uh, little beach condo. So maybe that's enough. But this car looks like my blue refrigerator. <laughs> it's a great color. No one wanted me to get the blue refrigerator. It was, uh a faux pas. No, no, no. And that blue refrigerator just seals the deal with the whole ocean. I vibe. love your blue refrigerator. I think it's amazing. Thank it's a you. great, it's a great color. And I'll bet you I get would... a go ahead. I'll bet you get a lot of compliments on that refrigerator. They yeah, yes, yes, I guess I do. They do say, ooh, like they don't, people don't notice it right away because I wanted blue cabinets, light blue, egg blue cabinets like the Bronco is what I wanted my kitchen cabinets to be. And it was no, 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 no. Well, do you think it's, this is a blue, a, a Robin's, is that the right word? Robin's egg blue fad <laughs> that you're going through and <laughs> that's what i'm afraid might, of <laughs> you might not want this in 10 years like if this lasts as long as the pilot you're gonna have this car right. for a long time correct this is the kind of car i should lease for two years and give it back is that an option yes it could be an option however it's not practical so how do we determine being kind and practical this How, is the is, question. Yes. And is kind practical? Well, 
It's a good question. I don't know what the answer is because there's plenty of reasons not to get the one that you want. I mean, $100 a month is a lot of money. That's a good reason not to get the one you want. On the other hand, you go through the thought of, well, why, why not have what you want? Life's short and enjoy yourself and get, so the get what is, you'd like to have. Right. And I want my cake and eat it too. I love the, the one car, the CRV from the inside feels so comfortable to me like a Cadillac. The Robin's Egg Blue Bronco does not feel like a Cadillac when you're inside. It feels more like a, a toy. <laughs> it really does. It feels like it's something I would have gotten when I was 22. This is part of my wanting to get a Volkswagen Beetle or a Miata. It, it, you- at this stage, we go back to what we would have liked to have had at 22. Oh, very good. Because we're independent again. We want to get the funness back in our lives. Oh, that's good. So being unpractical is being kind in many ways. Well, I think that it can be because you end up with what you really want to have. I mean, I think it depends on where it comes from. Is it coming from a place of, I don't deserve this. I don't, I shouldn't. Not for me. Not Mm. for me. Mine is, I really want that one right now, but in a year I'm probably going to say, eh, done with it. And is that so bad to do? Well, when you're trading two cars in, yes, because this Honda one, it's a more, it's a better buy. It's going to last for a while. I can definitely see myself being in it for eight to 10 years. So close your eyes and picture yourself driving each one of them and which one feels more like what you want to have right now. I want both of them. I want both. I want both. I want the, this is what it is. I want the blue car for my beach trips and for hustling around. And then I want the white car for my logical day to day. And when I have to, I want the blue car down the shore waiting for me. with the blue refrigerator is that an option no of course it's not (laughs) and my husband really thinks the smart thing is the you know the logical car because we're getting a great deal they're giving me the most money on the trade-ins and the other the ford bronco sport doesn't get as great of ratings it sounds to me like it's more about the paint color than the actual car. Correct. Well, let me say, no one makes Robin's egg blue. All right. Here's how it all really started. Do you remember the Ford Flex? I don't. It was that station wagon looking. People didn't like it. They looked like a Hertz. It was like, and then they had really cool colors. They had, Ford made it. That was my dream car probably 10 years ago. I don't remember that. I don't remember oh, that I car. I wanted it 
I'm, I remember I'm really the what was the one that was um that looked like the Hertz the oh, I'm not going to remember the name of it. Well, it was probably the Ford Flex. You just didn't know. But no, it had my- it had like a two part name to it. The oh, I can't think of it. Well, that was my dream car, and then I never got it, and I moved on. And I liked it because it was really different and cool, and it had pretty like colors and and it fit all the kids and I don't know why I didn't get it. I think I couldn't afford it or whatever so yeah I have I have my Honda Pilot and you know now it's like getting rid of your old slippers mm-hmm. and you got you know it's it, it's really not fun buying a car the whole process is very very draining it it's is a, and it's annoying and I want to understand do they really teach every single car dealer to behave the same way? It, no. no matter where you live, no matter what there no. they all but the process that you described of the manager coming out and then yeah. rolling their eyes and going back and coming back and saying that the here are the new numbers, like every single car dealer does that. However, the, the the I've been to four different places, and this young man was so kind and wonderful to me, and the sales manager, and that was at the at the Honda dealer, and they were so nice, and they gave me two thousand dollars more for the trade from the other Honda dealer, and I was referred by a big wig that is friends with Ed, but whatever, whatever. I just was like, this young man was so nice. It's breaking my heart not to buy the car from him. But is it really what you want? Because now you're being nice and not necessarily Uh, being kind. Whoa, are our lessons coming full circle? Wow, full circle. If that's really what you want. It's really what I need. It's what I need. It's reasonably priced. It's safe. It's the highest rated or one of the highest rated SUVs in that class. It hits the mark. I mean, I'm overthinking it. And the blue car, quite honestly, the more I think about it, on some days I'm going to feel like being in the blue car and other days I'm not. Hmm. All right. Well, you're working through it. Yeah. I think it's good to go through the the pros and the cons and the dreams and the practicality and what makes better sense. I think it's it's a good process to go through. The blue car would be like putting on an accessory. Do I feel like being a driver in the blue car today? (laughs) Woo! Put those sunglasses on. Where is the Honda? Every day, it's your house, pretty much, that you just, it's basic. I think I answered my own question. I think you did. And I get that. When I was in my let me get a Miata phase, I pictured myself driving up to Philadelphia from Richmond in my Miata, which would probably not be a really pleasant experience to be on the highway that long in such a tiny little car. And I think in my head, having a sporty little 
two-seater car is going to have me going to the beach and going to all these really cool places. Right. No, I'm going to be driving around my neighborhood. <laughs> I'm going to be going to work. I'm going to be maybe once in a while driving on I-95 to come up to Philadelphia. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to look that hip and sporty. It's not going to happen. Right. Wait a minute. You're, you're, I just saw a vision of the Barbie movie <laughs> where she's waving to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, yeah. So, so we have this vision and is it really, is it really realistic at all? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, think when it all comes full circle I would really feel like I would enjoy that blue car for a while and then it would get on my nerves you just figured it out I think mm. so what I you really took want us all through the process yeah I think what I want is one of my kids to buy the blue car and let me borrow it <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe you just need to go to Enterprise or some rental and get that blue car when oh, you feel they, like driving they're, it. They're limited edition. Oh, there it's a limited of edition. Yeah, Ooh. no, no, that's very, very special. They're very hard to get. It's not a something because Ed said it goes. Let's just rent one for a weekend. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, I wonder if you could find out who owns these cars and maybe you could say to them, hey, do you mind if I borrow your car just when I for the weekend? really feel like it over the weekend know. in Sea Isle? Huh, that's an idea. <laughs> I was saying to myself, when I looked at them before, I saw, it was so funny because I've test driven since October. I knew my day was coming to an end with these cars. And I just don't want to part with my cars. However, I've been told I have to pay $1,500 for my Honda to keep it running the way it should. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I keep putting money in. So it's time. Yeah. So I was test driving. Someone said, go test drive Genesis and Hondas. And I was test driving a Genesis. That's way over my head. Way over my head. And my budget. However... As I was in the car driving the Genesis, I see the blue Bronco, <laughs> the Bronco Sport being driven, and the woman was old, and she looked silly. Oh, really? Yes. And I looked, and I said, oh, that look, she looks silly in that car. Do you think but she's older than we are? Uh, yes. Anyway, so, so the story was, I thought that looks silly. Then a couple weeks later, I saw the blue Bronco. I don't know if it was hers or someone else's in the supermarket parking lot. And it looked silly. It looked like, oh, is there a radio station here doing a oh, promotion? It looks like, yeah, yeah. It it looks like. Well, you did uh, used to do promotions for a radio station. I, so that would be appropriate for you. Like, it looks like something Sandy Beach from MMR would have been driving. Well, I could see you in that. And shout I out to it. the older woman driving around in that car because, and yeah, you're saying she looks silly. 
she doesn't care. And I love that about her. Yes, I know. I know. And I was a little like, good for you, sister. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. But like the doors are a little chintzier and it just doesn't feel like the, it's not that I'm driving a Cadillac, a Honda, but the Hondas and the Mazdas and all those cars to me feel like a Cadillac. So flashy and no substance or practical and substance, more loyalty with the, the Honda, the Bronco might look good, but not as loyal. Yeah. Yeah. And it does. And it doesn't, it, it's not as comfortable when you're in it. Well, I think you should do what speaks to your heart, mm -hmm. but it feels like we're headed in the Honda direction. Yes, it does. It does. Okay. So maybe in a couple of years when we're like in our 60s, we'll get the Miniata. The Miniata. Miniata. Miata, I got corrected, listeners. Before we got on, I said Miniata, and I got corrected, but that's okay. It's all part of the Karen language. Um, <laughs> the Miata and the Ford Bronco, and maybe I'll buy a used one at that time of the egg blue. I think it might be a good idea to just go get yourself a gallon of egg blue paint and put it wherever you want it. It doesn't have to be on your car or you get your Honda paint it Robin's egg blue. And you'll have the best of both worlds because it really sounds like it's more about the color. No, and it's about, it says Bronco in big red letters. It's vintage. It's fun it's like it really does feel like you're in barbie land or disney world or like minnie's house you know like it's that kind of uh feel you know who was always who would be driving that is our friend lisa she definitely would yes she wouldn't do the robin's egg blue i know my lisa she would be like making fun of me for picking that. <laughs> she would be picking something like the cactus or the black and white because she's cool. She can pull off those like funky, like uh, edgy, neo traditional cars. You, yeah, she, well, she, when we were young, she had an orange car. Oh, she's had cool cars. And she yeah, had that was funky. The, she used to have a lot of convertibles. She had the Volkswagen convertible that I wanted so bad. My dad wouldn't co-sign. She had the Beetle She had convertible. the Beetle. She's had fun, fun yeah. cars. Yeah, she she gets the fun ones. And but she's she, a fun girl. And she does look cool in them. And she doesn't care if she looks silly. No. That's why this, we, love we love her. Yes, we love her. So, late listeners, it looks like I'm going with the Honda. Mary's going to stick with the Mazda, and we'll check in. in We're just going to be silver and white and boring and practical and and hopefully safe. 
Oh, that's the other thing. Yes, it is definitely safer. M1 rated higher and all that good stuff. And yet, maybe we're being kind to ourselves by being safe. <laughs> yeah, there are ways to have it all, right? You can get the color and put it on something besides the car. And you have it on your refrigerator. I have it on my refrigerator and I have it on my heart. So I don't know. I guess the story ends here. We'll see. Stay tuned. Right now, I'm going to be satisfied with my blue refrigerator. Oh, yeah. I'm just going for my nice little cozy Honda. Well, this was fun to process with you. Oh, it was so fun. And I feel like any car that's operable that is safe is being kind to ourselves. It really is. And yes, there is a balance, I believe, between, oh, I don't deserve something that I think is nice and being practical. And But in all of it, I think the big thing is gratitude for what mm. we do have. And mm. we're just we're fortunate that we can even have this conversation about cars. Oh, amen. We really what are. And we know it and we're grateful. And, um, and well, yeah, I mean, it, my silver Mazda is, is dull, but I'm grateful to have it. But you're not dull. Anyway. All right. So we came in full circle in this conversation. See how important it is to, uh, have a kind friend to listen. We've come full circle. We started out with attitudes. I know, right? This was a good we conversation. Really some, I know. We, we went from being kind of like spoiled to, yeah. boy, aren't we lucky? Yeah. We really, we, we, I feel put in my place and I'm ready to let go of the bubblegum car. And right now, the Miata is not for you it's not going to serve you well <laughs> oh listeners tell us what your dream car is and if you've achieved getting your dream car someday <laughs> in our dreams we'll be in our barbie world <laughs> oh nothing wrong with that well i finally remember the car that looks like a hearse that i was trying to think of it's the pt cruiser we hope you enjoyed this episode. Here are the takeaways. Number one, drive the car that makes you happy and pay no attention to people that think you look silly. Number two, sometimes you need to treat yourself and sometimes you need to be practical. Number three, don't deny yourself something because you think that you don't deserve it. Number four, don't make a big purchase just because the salesperson is nice. Be sure it's what you really want. Number five, find a good friend to work through difficult decisions and be grateful for what you have. We'd love to hear your car buying stories. Have you gotten your dream car? And how do you process making difficult decisions? Let us know on Instagram at mary.feldman or at Mom McCormick, or send us an email at mary at communicatekindly.com. 
And really, thank you for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we so appreciate that you would spend some of it with us. If you're enjoying the podcast, again, please be sure to share it with a friend. When you communicate, communicate kindly and transform the world one conversation at a time.